Many years ago, Christian Herder was the uh, governor of the state of Massachusetts, and uh, he was uh, seeking a, a second term, so he was out there on the uh, campaign trail, working hard, trying to get votes. And uh, this particular day, it was so busy, he didn't have an opportunity to get lunch, and he, at the end of the, uh, the day, there was a, uh, a dinner, and uh, he just got in line with everyone else. It's a very simple kind of a dinner. He just got a tray and moved along. And uh, he got up to the lady who was uh, serving the, uh, the chicken. And the supplies might have been a little bit tight because they just put one piece of chicken on everyone's plate. And she put one on his plate. And he said, ma'am, didn't have a chance to get lunch today. Uh, would you mind if I had a second piece of chicken? And she refused. And so he. Uh, Tried to negotiate a little bit. Ma'am, I'm really famished. Could I, uh, could I please have a second piece of chicken? She said, nope. And uh, you know, then the, the power thing kicked up in him a little bit. And he said, ma'am, do you know who I am? And she said, no. She said, I am the governor of the state of Massachusetts. Now, could I please have another piece of chicken? And she said to him, do you know who I am? And uh, he said, no. And she said, I'm the lady in charge of the chicken. Now move along. <laughs> so he used, to, uh, he used to tell that story, and that which shows he had, had some had humility. And, uh, you know, that can kind of kick up in all of us, you know, the, uh, the ego type things and selfish ambition, power. And uh, it's interesting in today's gospel, we uh, see a lot of discord with Jesus' apostles. And they're on the road to Capernaum, and Jesus has been teaching them about discipleship, about the cross, about sacrifice, what's, what's on the horizon for him. And they, they heard the words, but they really didn't internalize the message. And it was common for the teacher to be walking a little bit ahead of the, uh, the disciples. But they get to Capernaum, and they, Jesus turns to them and asks them, what are you arguing about along the way? Because he must have heard them bickering. And uh, the scripture says that there, were, there was silence. He probably could have heard a pin drop and their eyes downcast. What were they arguing about? Who's the greatest among them? So they, they, they really missed Jesus' whole, whole message. And uh, so there's kind of infighting going on with his, his, his apostles. And so Jesus has to huddle them up and again teach them about what's true greatness in the kingdom of God. And He's going to teach them. You know, it's interesting in the, the second reading today from St. James, and uh, this particular book of the, the New Testament has very practical guidance on, on the Christian life. And it appears in this community that there's some of this going on where there's a lot of division in the community and a lot of power plays and control type things. And uh, St. James has some very challenging words directed to this community. He says, where there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there is disorder and every foul practice. Have you ever experienced that before at the workplace, at, uh, on a team, even at church, where when ego type stuff kicks in and selfish ambition and jealousies and uh, division happens and rancor and uh, Jesus would have, have none of that but there's a challenge for this, this early Christian community. And uh, all of us here, one time or another, we, uh, there, it's one of the seven deadly sins for good reason, jealousy. 
And uh, I heard our speaker one time talk about the curse of comparison. And when he was, he was talking about that, we, we look around and there's always going to be someone who's a little bit better than us at something. And, uh, but, but, you know, I wish I had that person's intelligence or, you know, if I had that person's athletic abilities, all would be well. If I, if I had their money, if I lived where they lived, if I had their hair, you know, what, 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 whatever, it might, whatever it might, no one's ever been jealous about another person's hair, have they? <laughs> I got to tell you a little story on this one. So uh, this is, well, Father Mano was still here. And uh, before Mass one day, I'm outside with, with Father Mano and uh, Deacon John Clater and, and Father Ganella. And we were just, wasn't real busy yet, so we were just talking. And, uh, you know, they're all young guys. And I, you know, I turned to I remember when I used to have brown hair. And, uh, and seminarian Clater said, that must have been a long time ago. <laughs> so he really nailed me. So, but he didn't get any pizza that night. So, uh, uh, but jealousy. So we, we've, we've all been there. And uh, what's the remedy? What is the antidote for that deadly sin? I, I think it's key thing is gratitude. If, if we are more centered on what we don't have, what the other has, you know, that creates just kind of a toxic thing within us. And, and, and it's, it's just not a, a, a good thing because we're, we're, we're right at the core. It's, 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 it's a virus. And the remedy is gratitude. You know, if we are more centered on what we've been blessed with, and the good things God has given us, because someone is always going to have more or be better than in these different areas of life. But we need to be at home and here. We need to be at peace. Now, we always need to be striving to get better and to grow. But to be at peace and be grateful for what we've been given, what does that create in us in terms of an attitude and a perspective? It's just much more positive. Who do you prefer to be around? A grateful person or someone who's always complaining and whining? And... Uh, the other thing that's an antidote for, uh, for jealousy and selfish ambition is service. And that's why at the end of this gospel today, Jesus takes a little child, almost as like an, ex uh, uh, an example for his disciples, and says, whoever welcomes one such as this welcomes me. What's Jesus getting at there? A child is basically powerless. It needs care. Jesus oftentimes identified himself with the least, he said in Matthew, whatever you do for the least of your brothers or sisters, you do for me. And I think his challenge to his, his apostles who are so self-centered and so self-absorbed, who's the greatest? He said, you guys really need to be about service. It's humble service makes for true greatness in the kingdom of God. And I think a healthy part of our discipleship is hopefully there's always some type of charity work or some type of service getting out of ourselves it's a spiritually healthy thing, and the presence of the Lord grows within us. So as we receive the Eucharist today, and the Eucharist is a word that means thanksgiving, that we grow in gratitude for the blessings of the Lord, that we're really strengthened what it's all about, and that's about humble service, not this ego-centered, selfish ambition, jealous thing, but rather the blessings of the Lord and strengthened to live as disciples in that spirit, serving with the heart of the Lord. So maybe we'll be strengthened as we receive the Eucharist today.